evening. Hi, everyone. Good evening. We are back here. Whew, I had to pull out my notes. We're actually talking about increased intracranial pressure. And this absolutely is part of the course as we are preparing for NCLEX. So let me know where you're from. I saw somebody in the comments say bonjour, everyone. And I thought that was really cool. I'm happy to have you here. It's another class. We call this Winning Wednesday here at Remar Review. And because this is the month of January, we are into the 30-day NCLEX challenge. What day are you on for the 30-day NCLEX challenge? This is totally free if you create an account inside of the V2 and not just any account, the trial account. So you don't have to have the paid version. You can get the free version of the V2 and you will see the 30 day challenge. Marilyn is in the house, Houston. I see you on tonight. And remember with the um, 30 day challenge, one of the reasons why you're signing up is because number one, you get instant access. So you don't have to wait for me to do anything. You also have a free account into the V2. So that means you'll get to do all of my maternity and my pediatric lectures in the V2. And you'll get daily emails. You'll also have the accountability and you'll get to see what studying in the V2 is like and how it's going to help you learn this information faster and give you more, more of a push to get your nursing license. If you already have the paid version of V2, then it is the same. It is the same as your, um, as your, as your paid version. So the 30 day challenge is the same. It's the same. The website to sign up is remartnurse.com, remartnurse.com. Okay. Um, and so we're studying from the quick facts book tonight. So this is the book that every nursing student should have. You should have if, even if you have this one, or if you're in nursing school and you have quick facts for nursing school, increased intracranial pressure will be on both of these series of the book, okay? So now we got like almost twins, but we're gonna be doing it from this, this book tonight. Um, but again, this is just part of my program. So if you only have the quick facts book, then to complete the course, my entire course, you would need to get the V2 trainer videos and also the V2 workbook. And then that's the comprehensive program, which everybody, everybody should be doing. Okay. That's my opinion. All right. So let's start. Um, let's start with this. Let me just go here. So this is page, I think you said 44. Okay. So this is what my 44 looks like for increased intracranial pressure. The reason why I'm so happy that we're going over this tonight is because I found that when I was reading the quick facts book, there can be a lot of mix up about what's going on in this section here. Cause even for me, it was kind of challenging to understand um, increased intracranial pressure. And then the priorities for increased intracranial pressure actually change depending on where the, the patient is at in their disease process. So I put it in the quick facts book, but I'm happy to review it for you today because I want you to understand it and have a better, um, better understanding, of course. Hey, shout out to Nurse Davis. She says this, happy winning Wednesday. I've been waiting for two years to let you know that God, you and Mark changed my life. January 6th. 2024, I was able to pass my NCLEX 
are in, y'all guys just start saying congratulations right now using your program. Thank you. Well, congratulations. What a beautiful testimony to start the new year. Congratulations, Nurse Davis are in. Got those big numbers, got those big letters, I meant to say, behind your name. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on here. I got another one. Okay. Oh, no. Look at this. These are the scammers. This is good. I want you guys to be careful for the scammers this year because they are getting wiser. They are getting more crafty and they will come on and they will pretend like they pass the NCLEX or they'll pretend like they work for the NCLEX board and they're still out there. They're still out there. So this person, you're going to get blocked here. Okay. Cause we're not doing scammers. Only real people here. Oh uh, yeah. Anybody DM me, WhatsApp, all that stuff. Just stay away from them. Okay. Please stay away from them. Got a, a student that said she gave a scammer $2,000, $2,000. Oh my goodness. So we're going to be careful with that. All right. We're going back into our topic today, which is increased intracranial pressure. So before we begin, I just want you to give me the three things that are inside of the cranium that actually create the pressure in our head, okay? Um, what are the three components that we talk about that carry pressure that all add up to our intracranial pressure? Okay, let me, let me help you with one. So one thing is the brain, okay? The brain is in the skull. What are the other two things in the skull that are also causing pressure there? I think I see it. The brain, blood is the second one. There's one more. There's one more. Ah, it is the cerebral spinal fluid. So those are the three things that are inside of the brain that actually makes up our intracranial pressure. Blood, brain, CFS. Okay. And I'm going to be speaking about this topic using medical terms. And I hope that you can articulate what I'm saying and appreciate my use of this terminology because you have to know it. So increased intracranial pressure, everyone, is the pathological complication of a neurologic injury. It requires prompt recognition, aggressive intervention, and correction of the underlying cause. And you can start to put in the comments some things that would cause our patient to have increased intracranial pressure. For our reading reference, we're doing quick facts for NCLEX right now. This is page 44. Now, the normal intracranial pressure in adults is typically less than or equal to 15. I also wanted you to note that in children, it can be around 10, okay, 10 millimeters per mercury. Um, some references may say 12, but let's just, let's just keep it there. Increased intracranial pressure can also happen naturally because of things that our patients may do, such as sneezing, coughing, or the Valsalva maneuver. However, when you sneeze and have increased intracranial pressure, your body is able to compensate for that one second and return to normal. So when we're looking at a pathological, um, we're looking at a pathological response to increased intracranial pressure, it is because the body has exhausted all of the compensation 
that it can do and your patient is starting to deteriorate, right? So some things that cause increased intracranial pressure here is uh, trauma, hemorrhage, tumors. I see here tumors are um, stroke, great, great things that I'm seeing. Also a car accident. I like that. Uh, it's not something that is neurological internally, but something that can happen to your patient, right? So you all are aware of what can cause increased intracranial pressure, where it is located, and where you can have some off balance as well. So let's go into now, what is increased, I'm sorry, when is increased intracranial pressure considered critical? When is it considered critical? Because again, like I said, you can have it if you sneeze, if you bear down, if you get into a coughing spell, right? You can have that. It is considered critical when the compensatory mechanisms have exhausted themselves, causing that intracranial pressure to increase to 20, okay? Um, 20, that is gonna be our, our number to really look for. And welcome, this is Winning Wednesday. Every Wednesday you take a pause in your week and you sit down and you dedicate your time to becoming a more competent nurse so that when you take your NCLEX exam and you get a question on increased intracranial pressure, you have done the fundamental work. You have done the fundamental work. So welcome to Winning Wednesday. Etiologies, including the ones that we've already mentioned, can be an intracranial mass, cerebral edema, increased cerebral spinal fluid production, or decreased cerebral spinal fluid absorption, obstructive hydrocephalus, or an obstruction of venous blood flow. That's very important when you talk about increased intracranial pressure in children. Um, or it could be an idiopathic intracranial hypertension. Note the term idiopathic. Somebody put that in the comments. What does idiopathic mean? If something is idiopathic, okay. Um, yes, good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening. You guys are all over the place. Professor, do you have a cold? You guys know me so well. That's literally a question. I do, actually. I've been in the bed for like two days. Um, and so I am here today because sometimes you have to push yourself, right, to do things and you, you want to be accountable. So you guys keep me accountable, even when I'm not feeling well. I was excited to teach this. So that, that just goes to show that you know my voice. All right. Um, idiopathic does mean an unknown cause. So a patient can have an idiopathic intracranial hypertension, hypertension. Let's look at the clinical manifestations. I did list the adults and the children in the Quick Facts book, but then I threw here for this lecture the middle, um, like the middle, the middle group. So the adolescents. All right, here we go. Let me read them to you. So for the adults, changes in a mental status, that is going to be the, 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 the first instant that we're going to see. And so Changes in the mental status is going to relate to a decreased level of what? I wrote it in Quick Facts, a decreased level of consciousness. Also, visual disturbances can be expected. Your patient is going to report headaches. Now, why would a patient report headaches? It's because the 
the dura mater and the pia mater and the arachnoid um, you know, space in our, in our brains, they're very sensitive. So when the pressure in the cranium increases, it stretches, right? And all of those things start to react because of that. So it's a red flag when a patient reports a headache. Cushing's triad, this is also really important to understand when we talk about increased intracranial pressure, because these three Okay, these three things that we have here, bradycardia, Cheyenne-Stokes respiration, and widening pulse pressure are reflections of what the body is trying to do internally to drop the blood pressure, right? To drop the blood pressure in the brain. So let's talk about it. When we talk about Cushing's triad, some doctors will say the patient has a positive Cushing's reflex. And it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So bradycardia, increased intracranial pressure. And I do have this here. I had to write, I actually drew a picture. Let me show you guys. I drew a picture because some, sometimes I'm a visual learner. As much as I'm an auditory learner, I'm a visual learner too. So um, here, this is my brain. This is my brain stem and this is my uh, medulla, medulla obligata. And so I have here Cushing's triad because this helped me remember this better. So I'm sharing it with you. So Cushing's triad, bradycardia. Why is bradycardia going to be important for an increased intracranial pressure? When we look at the signs here, let me put them back up. What is bradycardia going to do for our patient? Okay, what is bradycardia going to do for our patient if they have increased intracranial pressure? So if the body drops the heart rate, then what is that going to do to the blood pressure? It's going to decrease the force of the blood pressure. So this is a compensatory mechanism. Okay, blood pressure goes down if the heart rate is low, then that force is not so high. When, when the heart rate is pumping, 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 the force is high, okay? Um, Cheyenne-Stokes respiration. Why do we have that? Well, if you look at my picture, the medulla is responsible for respirations. So the respirations are going to slow down, all right? The respirations are going to become irregular, all right? And then the widening pulse pressure what is going to happen there is in quick facts, I say, I say that the systolic blood pressure is going to rise, but the diastolic, it will drop or stay the same. So you have a widening pulse pressure. The reason why you have a widening pulse pressure is because when the pressure in the brain is too high, what will the vessels do in order to stop that pressure? What will they do? Let me ask you this. Let me give you choices. Will they dilate or will they vasoconstrict? What do you think? If we want to decrease the pressure in the brain, are we going to dilate or are we going to constrict? And I see people saying dilating. I see people saying constricting. What the vessels below the neck will do is they will constrict, okay? They will constrict because they're trying to block off the pressure from getting to the head. It's so interesting how our body works, right? So they're going to constrict. 
And so that's going to increase your diastolic pressure. That's going to, um, I'm sorry, your systolic pressure when the, when the vessels constrict here. So that is why there is a widening pulse pressure. So even though we read these things, we do have to make sure that we're taking time to understand them. All right. And this is the work that is done when we do our content review. This is why I want you to come here because that's a, that's a pretty basic nursing question. If a patient has increased intracranial pressure, why is the systolic blood pressure going up? Why just the systolic? And so now you guys are able to speak intelligently and say, well, because of the vasal constriction in the vasculature of the patient. Okay. And that's how you become a great nurse. So these are the symptoms that we're going to see in adults. Cushing's reflex is probably going to be very common for your NCLEX exam because it's just, it's, it's related, right? In infants, um, you have microcephaly. You have a bulging anterior fontanelle. It's very important that you um, remember the anterior and not the posterior for increased intracranial pressure, okay? Vomiting, lethargy, a high-pitched cry, and babies will also begin to have seizures, okay? Children and adolescents, their symptoms can come in very vague. And so with children, you're going to have the nausea and vomiting, okay? You'll have actually, it can be projectile vomiting, okay? Projectile vomiting. Um, headache, a report of headache, children can tell you that unsteady gait, altered mental status, visual disturbances, poor coordination. And with children, you can have hypertension with bradycardia or tachycardia. So you really have to put it all together um, and do a clinical diagnosis when it comes to children. The critical signs and symptoms where you know that your patient needs to be in the intensive care unit, um, if they come in with any severe head trauma, if you have a subarachnoid hemorrhage, fixed dilated pupils, decorticate or decerebrate posturing, the Cushing's triad, or a Glasgow coma scale at or equal to eight, okay? At or equal to eight, sometimes below that as well. How do we manage, how do we manage the intra, increased intracranial pressure? Well, the thing that we want to do as the priority is reduced intracranial pressure, which kind of makes sense. But we also want to, at the same time, optimize cerebral perfusion pressure, maintaining adequate tissue perfusion and avoiding brain herniation, avoiding brain herniation. The first line of therapy is going to be a drainage of cerebral spinal fluid that can be typically a what? What can be placed to drain cerebral spinal fluid? We talk about this in our um, pediatrics review when we have children born with what? Spina bifida, spina bifida. What can we place? Yes, Crystal. Crystal says a shunt. Mm -hmm. Crystal says a shunt. Also, the administration of osmotic therapy. When I say osmotic therapy, what medication am I speaking of? No matter if you're first year in nursing school or you have finished nursing school, osmotic therapy can be, give me one, one thing. It could be, yeah, um, 
Mannitol, mannitol, okay? There is something else that also works with osmosis that I'm thinking of. What could that be as well as osmotic therapy? Because we know that osmosis happens with, definitely can happen with mannitol, but what else can also be in, in a medication that we can give for increased intracranial pressure? I just see mannitol, mannitol, mannitol. Okay, so what I'm thinking about is uh, IV fluids. Okay, I'm thinking about IV fluids. IV fluids. Osmotic therapy. So what type of IV fluid would I be talking about? Would I be talking about a hypotonic or a hypertonic? Hmm. What fluid would we use, okay? Not normal saline because normal saline is not gonna create any movement. See, this is why, this is why I always have the V2 with the quick facts because I go over IV fluids in a lecture here in the V2, okay? So we would be thinking hypertonic fluids, hypertonic fluids, for increased intracranial pressure, okay? All right, respiratory support and sedation, analgesia as well. Second line of defense is gonna be hypothermia. So we don't want the patient's uh, natural response of increasing the temperature to happen. We can also just sedate the patient. Whenever a patient is crashing, one of the best things that you can do to calm their entire body down is put them in a medically induced coma. Have you um, spoken about that in nursing school or have you seen that done with a family member or maybe a patient that you've taken care of? When a patient starts to go south, I, I remember um, seeing it a lot with COVID patients in the beginning because they will come in with such respiratory distress that the very best that the physicians knew how to do was put them in a coma, right? Put them in a coma and mechanically ventilate them. It happens a lot. So giving a patient a barbiturate will essentially paralyze them, put them in a coma. Um, optimize hyperventilation de, uh, or do a decompressive craniotomy, decompressive craniotomy. We're talking about the management of the patient with increased intracranial pressure. Our anticipated orders, this is really great for case studies or if you're getting a question where you're asked to hypothesize the next step for your patient, NextGen NCLEX is big on this. So we're gonna be talking a lot about the orders that we're anticipating as nurses. This also helps you to learn the big picture of taking care of this critical patient. This is considered a critically ill patient, right? So when we talk about um, reducing ICP, I already pulled you guys to the, um, the osmosis therapy that we're gonna be doing, which is the hypertonic saline solutions and the mannitol, we're gonna be giving that IV respiratory support, we're facilitating mechanical ventilation and temporary hyperventilation. Our pharmacologic therapy is administering analgesics, okay, sedatives, 
and paralytics. Remember, I'm using straight medical terminology here with you today. My expectation is that if you don't know a word that I'm saying, if you don't know what an analgesic is um, and you're not familiar with it, maybe English is your second language or third language, you take the time and you look it up, okay? You look it up. Do that work for yourself. You're going to thank yourself when you do that. So our pharmacologic therapy, the analgesics, the sedatives, the paralytics, blood pressure management. We're going to look at the mean arterial pressure of our patient. We definitely don't want this number to increase. All right, we're going to administer these medications. Somebody put up the class of these medications. What do they do? Hydrolyzine, nicardipine, nitroprusside infusions. What are these medications? Put it up really quickly. Hydrolyzine, nicardipine, nitroprusside infusions. Mm -hmm. These are all blood pressure medications. They're going to lower your patient's blood pressure as well. Um, seizure prophylaxis, meaning this will prevent seizures from happening. If your patient has increased intracranial pressure and their pressure in their brain is going up, 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 and nothing is done, we can expect them to have seizures. It's absolutely going to happen. Okay. Hypothermia. We want to cool the patient down. Antipyretics is anti-fever. Keep that blood pressure down. Okay. Or a decompressive craniotomy or sub-occipital craniotomy as well. Let's spotlight medication that you brought up. Your medication that you brought up was mannitol. And the indication for mannitol is an increased intracranial um, pressure, all right? So it's going to reduce that. And that could be to some sort of cellular edema. Doesn't really matter what's the cause, just the fact that it is happening, all right? Um, so this is the osmotic diuretic as well. The side effects are dry mouth urinary frequency, dizziness, hypotension. That makes sense. We don't give mannitol for patients who have severe dehydration, also active intracranial bleeding. We're not going to give that severe pulmonary edema, congestion, or anuria. Things that we need to do, definitely obtain baseline laboratory data. That is also your, your um, complete metabolic panel. We want to know what our patient's electrolytes are looking like before we give mannitol. And we want to monitor for dehydration and hypotension. So mannitol is definitely one of those medications that you absolutely want to be familiar with. Um, so if you haven't seen it before, prepare to study that. Prepare to study that for NCLEX. Okay, so the best part of winning Wednesdays is when you show up, and when Remar nurses show up, and I have a Remar nurse here, so I'm going to bring her on because she's real. And she was on here. She gave a testimonial. I read it. And then, look, she's here. So, hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. It's such a pleasure to see you. It really is. Oh, nurse it's been amazing. Here? It's been amazing. <laughs> I purchased V2, I went over everything diligently, and now I have my LPN. I'm so excited. I will be using it again <laughs> for my RN and uh, my first job. 
my very first job and I'm a wound nurse. Oh my goodness. Please tell us um, your story. Like, are you a new graduate? Have you been out of school? What's your journey been like? I've been out of school a while. I went back to um, a job that I've had, you know, off and on, you know, doing PRN and they opened up a LPN uh, class. So I was able to go back. I was a CNA. I went back and they chose me. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm overjoyed. It's been awesome. Um, plenty of young girls that didn't even know they could become CNAs are now doing our program. And I'm just, I'm just trucking along, trucking I'm along. And I love it. So how long were you a CNA for? Uh, 19 years off and on. And then I did some uh, office work at the cancer center for about 15 years. So um, I finally got it done and I'm so excited. Love my oh. new job. Oh my God. So how did you find Remar? Um, actually, a person in my class um, shared a video on something that we were doing about electrolytes. And I was like, okay, I, I love this. This this breaks it down. It's easy to use. And then uh, in the break, you were talking about the um, study guide and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm hooked. This I'm going to use this. And man, when I took my NCLEX, everything was like, it was like I could hear you talking. And I was so amazed. It really shocked me because I was like, um, this is kind of easy. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. And then all of a sudden it shut off and I was like, what just happened? What, what just happened? Right, right. But I was so excited and I was calm the whole time. I was calm. So motivation Mondays, all that stuff, it really helps. It really helps. Um, how long did it take you to study? I really went by the plan. I did the plan. I um, I was taking micro at the same time, so I was freaking out big time. But um, it worked out. Um, I scheduled myself at home as if I was taking a class. And I just took the time and went through all the modules. And man, did it, it break down everything. Everything was absolutely just on point. And I couldn't ask for a better study, study tool. Yeah. Awesome. So do you yeah. feel like um, it you feel like you learned the same things in nursing school again? Do you feel like you learned more things in nursing school? Or did it wrap it up for you? What was the difference? It was it was the best. The best part was breaking it down, connecting it because you had the physiological and you had. OK, now this goes with this. This goes with that. Every everything just went together and um, it made it simple for me. It really did. And I, I, could, I mean, it was just amazing how the questions came out. And I was like, no, she said this. I know yeah. she made it clear to say this or do this. Yeah. And I mean, it just worked. It just worked. Man, I'm so happy to be able to hear this testimonial because when I created the V2, I created it for people like you who weren't the traditional nursing student, you know, yeah. would be working, would be doing other things, still had to live, because that's like my life. You still have to live, yeah. but you got to study too. You got to get to your next goal. So yes. um, congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. Uh, so you're, everybody you're out there can do it. Everybody can do it. And and I right. promise you, the, the, 
workbooks, the videos, the videos were so good. You talked and it was just calming. It made me relax. I was able to really think about what was going on and I needed that because everything else was like, huh, what next? You know, but you were calm, you made it simple, you made it plain, and I couldn't have asked for a better connection to life saving measures. Amazing. That is, you made my night. Um, and this Good. is what I think remarks <laughs> because they're real people and you're not afraid to say, hey, I was a CNA first, I had to do right. this. Yeah. You want to help somebody else get to where you you're, you are, and people are watching you, and they want to be where you are. So yeah. I'm give you I'm gonna give you thirty seconds. Tell somebody whatever they need to hear. This watching, thinking I can't do this. Oh, you can do it. I'm 46 years old. Uh, all my kids are grown, grandchildren, and I kept trucking. I kept trucking. You can do it. I, I went through gastric bypass while I was doing my nursing career. And um, I did it so that some of the CNAs that didn't even know that they could become CNAs would watch this company have me go through the LPN process. And now they're going to help me with the RN process. So I'm just trucking along so I can show these younger girls that they can do it. And y'all can do it with Remark because, man, did it make a difference for this old brain here. So um, you guys can do it. We need you. We need to see, we need to see more examples of, of strong women like you um, that are not taking life passively, but actually actively going after what they want. So yeah. thank you so much for being a role model for us. Thank you for having me on. Right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Uh, everybody hang in there. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, what an amazing, what an amazing, amazing, amazing testimony. Man, you just don't know what is around the corner. And guess what is around the corner for us? Another testimonial. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I wasn't expecting you. I wasn't expecting you. <laughs> but I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so how did you get here? What 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 is your journey? What is what's the letters? We need to know what NCLEX did you pass? I read your testimonial. We need to know about the two years. So um I entered nursing school, I want to say um 2020. I moved to Philly. Um, from Jersey and you know I did the fact one in Jefferson so everything kind of went fast and yeah. um, shortly after I actually ended up in the hospital because um, a lot of stress and I suffer from anxiety and depression so okay. um, it was a little bit of a rough time I took my test once and I had a complete panic attack before the test like you know those pictures that they take before mm -hmm. it just showed our outcome of the test um and I kind of got discouraged afterwards then I started working at a warehouse because I lost my job um and I actually used to be a farm tech and a CNA um and then I started working at Amazon and I kind of got stuck and uncomfortable um and then honestly once I got out of your program once I got out of the hospital for some reason I was listening to podcasts and that's how I found you actually um, I don't usually listen to podcasts, but for some reason, like your program popped up on there. And um, I really just believe it was God, like 
bringing you to me is like this is the program that you need to listen to and watch and then just stick with it and you'll be able to get through it and um I studied um and I was really like kind of anxious and nervous to take my test again um but -hmm. this time I kind of just like I was on class with you um it wasn't always my name on class with you because with Amazon you have to use the work phones so I was logging in under different accounts (laughs) just trying to be at session I could um Mondays I was on there Wednesdays I was there game nights when you had um nurse um university that was like one of the best things when you just had your seven days I was like this is awesome this is right before I take my test um you just been like a light I'm like jittery right now because I'm just you've just been like a light in my life recently because like it's just been a struggle um so I really thank you for like everything that you and Mark have been doing. Like you're really out here changing lives. Please don't ever stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you're doing so well right now. I just want to tell you, telling your story, you're telling it so well. Everybody, um, we can feel, you know, we can feel the process that you've been through, the dedication and the hard work and the commitment. So tell us, how did you, how was it right before taking your exam with, you know, everything that you were doing and going back into it, how did you overcome it to be able to take the exam? So honestly, I don't even know because I was really stressed out. Like, obviously, Amazon's one of the biggest companies, so peak season just happened with Christmas and everything. So we were just, I was working six days a week. I only had one day off each week. And uh, it was rough because, you know, at that point, I was kind of getting discouraged. But In my head, like, I just kept studying and I kept, I woke up six o'clock in the morning, got to work an hour to an hour after early, stayed after work and just kept studying. Like, I went through your program more than once. Uh, I know, like, you only need like 30 days, but for me, I felt like an even longer preparation period was needed just because, like, I Mm -hmm. felt like I'd been out of school and I needed to reinforce some things. And the way that you explain things is just it's different like you take the time to actually elaborate on subjects instead of just saying like here's a picture and here's what you need to know about this picture like some people need to start from like you say the content which is important Mm -hmm. because when you're just studying questions and questions upon questions it doesn't make sense like if you don't even understand the words that make up the questions so I felt like it was important for me to go back to the basics and you do that through your program, which was great. Like quick facts, I had it like highlighted to the max and yeah. like the quick facts notes and everything. Cause I didn't always like study with people. So um, I would like this write one side questions, uh, your questions, and then I would cover up the other side and then write down what I remember. And um, if I didn't remember something, then that's the section that I'm going back over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel taking the actual exam? Did you feel like, I know some of this stuff. I don't know some of this stuff. I can do this. How did you, tell me what you said to yourself in your head as you were taking your exam. Around that I took the exam, um, honestly, 
it was the old exam so I felt really rocky and I feel like just my anxiety levels back then were just too much so I hold on my one second (laughs) (laughs) she was like cheering me on the whole time so you also need the familial support Um, sure but um during the test like I kind of felt like I had a cool head this time just because like I prayed beforehand and I heard you in the back of my mind was like you can you will you must pass NCLEX and I felt like I didn't know like a couple of them but even just by like reading the question like reading the root of the question and Uh just understanding where it comes from you can pick out the options almost like like you always say like NCLEX will give you what you need to know about it and I feel like that's the important thing that I paid attention to because even if you don't know the answer you can figure it out if you just trust Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. yep yep I'm going to tell you something. God absolutely brought you to Remar. God absolutely did it. He did it for you because honestly, I feel like there's a lot of people looking at you in your situation and they might not know like how you did it. They might not know how you did it, but just hearing your story, it seemed like God was with you every day. Like you're studying at work. You stumble upon the podcast. I don't really do anything about the podcast. Like, huh? Yeah, like the podcast. We don't even talk about the podcast. How did you find the podcast? I you don't know? know. Um, <laughs> anybody that's watching, I never say, check me out on the podcast, right? But God sent you to the podcast because in your mind, you needed a new voice. You needed a voice that would overcome the anxiety and the fear and the stress. And girl, you did it. Like you were just obedient to the next step every day, whatever that step was. And um, showing up for everything, like all while you're working. I, oh, you deserve it. You deserve it because you put in the work. Like if you don't know how to study, just listen to how she studied. She came early, you know, she woke up early. She studied at work. You made sure that every free time that you had, you filled it with your goal. You prioritized your goal and you didn't let anxiety or panic take you away from it. So I think you're going to be an amazing nurse. And I think that even though I wasn't feeling well today, something said, get to the, get to the live because there's a testimony. God had a testimony that he needed people to hear today. Not just one, but two. So look look, look what happens, everybody, when we're faithful. Isn't her voice, she's talking about my voice, but your voice is just like very calming. You, I can't even imagine you having, you You didn't overcome the anxiety. I'm, I'm speaking it right now. You no longer have anxiety. You have mastered. Anybody that can sit in front of the NCLEX exam, this is the biggest test the nurses take. And you were able to sit there, compose yourself and answer the questions right where this million dollar technology determined that you were a safe nurse, that you had the answers to save somebody's life. So 
what else? What are you doing now? Where are we going? What are you about to do? Did you quit Amazon yet? Did they have the two week notice? Like what? So honestly, I don't even know. I think God was like, just sit down and take a break because I got sick like the day after I took the exam. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm like full, almost fully recovered now. I'm just, I guess I'm waiting on my license for now. I'm waiting on the official results because I paid for the quick results. Um, so those came in like, you know, two, 48 hours after. I was honestly really scared when it shut off at 96. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, the people were like, just calm down. I was like, I'm calm. <laughs> this but- is me calm. <laughs> Something told me to just like, you know, just walk away and just give it to God. And like, I just like breathed after that. And I think so right now I really want to go. So my dream is always to go into OB. Um, so oh, perfect I, for OB. You'd be <laughs> perfect for OB. You'd be perfect. Wouldn't you be perfect for OB? Oh, my goodness. I could totally see that. Hopefully, I'm praying. I have the guts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you, you would be great. You'd be great. Please don't ever stop doing Monday motivations. Like I'm telling you, sometimes like it was just like that last part at the end. I remember you talking about um the I believe his name was Naaman with leprosy, and uh-huh. um, you were saying how sometimes it's the simple things that you need to do, and that lesson really spoke out to me because like. Sometimes it's just sticking to your gut and it's just sometimes sticking to the routine. Like, even if you don't feel like doing something, like do it out of the pure fact that you know that at the end you're going to reap something good because of what you're doing right now. And I think that that's the most important thing. Words of wisdom. You, you um, You have given us so much more than most of us came here for today. And we just appreciate your courage and your braveness to just say, I'm gonna get on live and in front of a thousand people, tell my testimony of how I did it. Um, and so- Parents in the background. No, listen, listen. Uh, it was a, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure speaking to you and everybody here. We're all just rooting for you and we want you to have everything, um, you know, that comes along with being an amazing nurse. So congratulations uh, for having your RN behind your name. And please, please don't forget about us here at Remar. Tell somebody about us. Okay. Thank you so much. You'll be like, if I don't email you and be like, how do I work for you guys? (laughs) (laughs) No, listen. Oh, you got to get first shift. Make sure to get first shift, okay? I ordered it on Amazon literally yesterday. So it should be coming this weekend. Because I was like, okay, my next steps. I was like, I need to know. Regina knows. I need to know. (laughs) Right. And I want to see you in OB. So let me know. Let me know how um, how that's going. We we, You can always drop in. You know where I'm going to be. All right? Because you just gave me a commission. Mark, Nurse Davis says we can never stop doing this. So <laughs> you're going to be here also, but thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy New Year and all love to your family. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. The best. Oh. 
You guys, we serve an awesome God, so awesome that he says he will bless you. You won't even have room enough to receive it. And he's doing oh, awesome. another testimonial. He will bless you. You won't even have room enough to receive it. And he's doing awesome. Can you turn that broadcast off? You won't even have room enough to receive it. And he's Hi. Hi, Regina. <laughs> what is going on? How can you hear you? me? I can't hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Am I on mute or something? No. Oh, I wonder if her phone goes. <sighs> okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, oh no. It no, shouldn't okay. be happening. I didn't. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Wow. Um, okay. Wow. It's okay if we can't. Um, get it I'm so right. I'm so excited to be here. If you can hear me, but I can't hear I, you. Oh, <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, Finally, hear you. I made it in the NCLEX RN. Okay. On the third of January, I took it, take and um, I did eighty-five questions. Mm -hmm. I want to say that V two is a mind blower. <laughs> V two and quick facts. Mm -hmm. Hi, Rich. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, can hear you. Hi, can I you can... hear me? Mm -hmm. We can oh, hear you. No started the year as a winner so we can hear you keep going keep going yeah maybe she will i think she disconnected maybe she'll come back on but this is what i'm talking about everybody this is what i'm talking about you show up here i tell you what to do i say do one two and three if you do one two and three you will have the results. You'll, you'll be able to, no matter what situation you come from, you will be able to have success. And it's not hard to do. The difficult thing is disciplining yourself and giving yourself the opportunity to try again. I am looking for the next person, the next testimonial, because God is having you guys coming from all corners of the earth. This, I mean, literally, I have people that are in Philly, that are in Phoenix, that are in Cairo, and everybody is saying the same things because God is doing it. That's all I'm doing. I'm going to get back into my lecture. We were indeed talking about increased intracranial pressure. Our nursing priorities for this... Philippines, that was my that was my P that I needed. <laughs> Philadelphia, Phoenix, Philippines. All right. Um, so increased intracranial pressure. What we want to do is we want to make sure that our patient has adequate ventilation, a proper, a proper neurological assessment done. The positioning has to be sure. Temperature control. Okay. Glycemic control, because that also helps with metabolism and your temperature preventing bowel and bladder disorders, and then seizure precautions as well. Seizure precautions as well. 
All right. This again was brought to us by Quick Facts for NCLEX. This is half of the program. So make sure that you are in both of the things. Okay. Um, and then also Quick Facts for Nursing School. I'm talking more about Quick Facts for Nursing School because you all know if you have done nursing school that to be really well um, at nursing school and to feel good about nursing school, you need to study outside of the classroom. And so I created Quick Facts for Nursing School for my nursing students who wanted to emphasize med surge and pharmacology. So as you can see, this book is a little bit bigger than the Quick Facts book because med surge is a very robust topic, but it is still in the question and answer genre that we've created here at Remar. All right, so it's still question and answer, but there is a lot more subjects in Quick Facts for nursing school because it is with you until your entire, your first day till graduation. So it will serve you during that. I encourage people who are in nursing school, maybe you're not ready for NCLEX yet, get the Quick Facts for nursing school edition that will help you. All right, let's go into our first question. Remember I said increased intracranial pressure, the, tr the priorities change, okay, here we go. So right now, in the emergency room, the nurse is assessing clients who got involved in a head-on collision accident. Which of the following clients has the highest risk of developing increased intracranial pressure? All right. Is it number one, a 28-year-old client who sustained multiple forehead abrasions? Two, a 33-year-old client who acquired jugular vein trauma? Three, a hypertensive client who ruptured a spleen? Or four, a client having multiple chest fractures? Okay. So who is going to be the person who has, mm, 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 okay, the highest risk for increased intracranial pressure. And I'm doing these programs questions to challenge you, okay? To challenge your thinking because like the Remar nurses said, you have to be able to look, okay? You have to be able to look for the answer that you're given. The answer here is clear. It's clear as day, okay? Answer here is clear as day. The correct answer is number two, okay? 30, 33-year-old client who acquired jugular venous trauma, all right? Your jugular veins sit here, okay? If you have trauma to your jugular veins, this is the only this is the only path for circulation to your brain, okay? So if this is disrupted, can the pressure in your brain increase? Absolutely, okay? So this was more, okay? Let me go back to the choices because a lot of people picked number one, 28-year-old who sustained multiple forehead abrasions. Yes, this person definitely is at risk for increased intracranial pressure, but we have been asked about the highest risk, all right? The highest risk. So jugular venous trauma, this is going to be the person who is going to be at highest risk, okay? And that's okay. I wanted you to 
I wanted you to practice, okay? We're here for practice. We're here to stop second guessing ourselves, but also be able to read intentively, all right? And that's what I'm gonna keep doing. All right, um, let me try, let me try our Remar nurse again, cause she's back. Let me see if this is gonna work for us. Not yet, not yet. Okay, we'll try it later, okay? All right, let me go back to this here. All right, so, all right, let me see. Did I, did you get, hi, can you hear me? Hi, Regina. <laughs> all right, so can you hear me? Because I can hear The you. network is so poor. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Where are you at? I am um, North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, where are you from? Um. I'm from Cameroon, international ah, student. Yeah. Yeah, I passed my NCLEX RN. I got the unofficial results on Friday, the fifth. And I was so excited. The first person I remembered was you, Regina. You inspired me. <laughs> Tell me, how did you study? Say that again. How did you study? Oh, no. I want to know how you studied. Oh, oh, my goodness. Don't do this. Don't do this. All right. I studied using the V2 and the quick facts. And um, okay. I went through the V2 three times. Oh. And I went through the quick facts two times. Okay. And I followed you on YouTube and Facebook. I did okay. all the Kuhut, um lessons, mm -hmm. the live classes on Mondays and Wednesdays. I was there making sure that I take down notes, even if I have them in my V2 or the mm -hmm. quick facts. I had an extra book. Many books I wrote on extra books. Oh, <laughs> I am so... writing every point down, and I'm really proud of you. I really am. Um, because I know it's not easy. Um, uh, the breakdown in network, you talked about choosing fear, choosing faith over fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I took faith and bought my scrub. Even, even, if, <laughs> even if I had no work, while I was studying, I will wear it and tell myself, you care, you will, and you must pass the NCLEX. I'm a repeat test taker. <laughs> I'm a repeat test taker. I took the exam last year um, in, in May. And I did not make it. I just had a cesarean session. My first child, he should be one in a week's time. So I had that complicated birth and it really weighed me down. I couldn't study. I went the wrong way doing questions. Mm -hmm. And when I was going for the exams, that's the worst exam I've ever written in my life. I was so anxious. I was blank, definitely blank. I didn't even know what to do. I didn't even know what to write. I didn't even know where questions will come from or where questions will not come from. Mm 
I was so anxious. I was literally shivering until the research receptionist realized and noticed it. <laughs> so I went in in the exams and um, took the questions and it shut off at 85 questions. Mm -hmm. From there, I started crying going back home because I knew yeah. I wouldn't make it. And when mm -hmm. the results came, I failed. Mm -hmm. Then the second time, I told myself that failure is never my portion. I don't know what failure is from the time I started going to school. I've never failed oh. in my life. And this one dealt with me psychologically, mentally. It took me two weeks to go back to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, to study. So I remember a friend of mine referred you to me. And told me that go on to Rema, just try her program. And then when I went on YouTube, I saw one of your videos. You were teaching a disease condition. Then I followed through, and it was like, no, I've got it. This is it. <laughs> there, I just went in, subscribed, bought my three months. I think you were doing the promotion on sixty nine dollars mm -hmm. for three months. I did mm. that. I bought it, and then after the three months elapsed. I I renewed or I was doing the subscription. Now the greatest challenge came in for my authorization to test because along the line, if you remember, I wrote you and I asked you if you could be of help, then you referred me back to the community that I should find out from any Remanes, international nurse, if they have an idea. So the Texas Board of Nursing said they needed a, license, a, a, an author, a license verification from Cameroon. And the license I used was declared invalid. So I had to start the process all over. It was so stressful. Day by day, I will pray, I will cry. Then when I come on Mondays, you'll be like hitting the nail on the head. You can't just give up. You've gone too far to give up. You need to start all over. Forget about what you're going through and all of that. And then Pastor, I call him Pastor Mike. <laughs> Pastor Mark. <laughs> Pastor Mark will come and pray. Then I will gain peace again and want to continue along. So I was so, so much in. For three months, I didn't have any reply. I didn't even know where my case was going to. Then afterward, God gave me direction on how to go about it. And then finally, I was able to go through. My authorization to test was sent in October. In that, After that October, I decided that, no, I have been studying, yes. But this time around, I am studying to go past the NCLEX. So I started the V2 all over. From October to December, I did it three times. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I did it three times. I did the quick facts. While cooking, I'll be studying. I'll be looking at the YouTube videos. While doing laundry, I'll be looking at the YouTube videos. Sometimes you are on Monday motivation. I'll be there with the baby. I am washing, I am cooking, and I am watching at the motivation, or I am doing questions with you. I mean, everything all around me was just studies. At one point, I had to involve my husband. I'll be like, take this book, The Quick Facts. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm reading it, and, rest, and you are responding whether the answer is correct or not. <laughs> and I'm so grateful because he was so patient, and he accepted doing that with me. And at the end of it, I passed with 85 questions. 
and yeah <laughs> i passed with 85 so i'm so excited thank you so much regina don't stop what you're doing mark thank you so much your program is so holistic when i'm talking about holistic i don't mean word i mean that everything you're doing is just so direct holistic considering the fact that you are also you know involving the spirit um, spiritual aspect of it is so mm -hmm. important because people are going through a lot people go through a lot and there is just enough that can cause someone to give up but just that word of encouragement from you is a very wonderful pushing factor so i just I've referred you to many of my friends, international nurses who are based here and even back home. I've told them when they complete their studies, they should get your program straight and direct. There is nothing to miss about. So thank you very much. I am, um, I'm extremely humbled that, you know, sometimes, oh man, I'm just so humbled and grateful for your time and for your thank testimony. You. Thank you, my sister. Thank you so much um, for you. choosing to study with myself and Mark. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. I know the name. I do know your name. Um, <laughs> I, remember it. I remember seeing it. And so um, it's a pleasure to meet you face to face. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Wow. Um, and so you, you just never know how God will use you and you never know who's watching. And um, so if anybody is like Nurse Mabia and you're cooking and you're washing clothes and you're taking care of your baby or you're in your room by yourself or wherever you are and you are trying just to do what you know is the right thing to do. Um, good job. And I'm proud of you. And your story's coming. Your story is coming. And I feel better. I feel better already. Oh, I feel better. You guys, um, this community, the positivity here is amazing. It's amazing. Um, all right. So is there anybody else? You, you ever see that um, movie? <laughs> you ever see that movie where the man is in the ring and he's like, you know, everything is victorious. And he's just like, is there anybody else? <sighs> is there anyone else that wants to come on here and give a testimony to the amazing thing that God has done? Because we have heard from uh, a, 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 a woman who, who was working as a CNA 19 years, I think she said. She was able to pass her NCLEX PN. Her job paid for her. We heard another young woman who struggled with anxiety, had a panic attack in the, uh, in, in the, the testing center. Another woman who went to take the exam after giving birth unexpectedly, uh, C-section surgery, had issues with her international paperwork, Anybody that's an international student, you know how challenging it could be to have that exam cleared for you. And she was able to do it. She did the V2 three times. God is good. God is so good. 
And so this is what we're talking about. Are you willing? Are you just willing to pass the NCLEX this year? That's where you need to start. Are you willing to invest in yourself this year? Okay. Getting the V2 is not just something that you take lightly. It is literally aligning yourself up with the program the in its completeness, the schedule, you're saying a commitment, I'm going to make it, whether I'm doing the 30 days or doing the three months, I'm in it. I'm serious about it. I think we have a coupon code for it. Um, yeah, the, co the code is invest. We have coupons now for the V2, which we didn't have previously. So if you use the um, code invest, you can save 30% off this month right now, this month, right now, guys. All right. Um, and so I am, again, I'm just looking for the next person who is going to come in and who is going to do something amazing with their life. Okay. Do something amazing with their life. All right. And, and don't give up. Okay. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. There's somebody that's close to giving up. You want to give up. Don't, don't give this area over to defeat. Okay. I'm going to do some more. Um, I'm going to do some more questions. Okay. Let's do some more challenging questions. We were talking about increased intracranial pressure. What we're looking for, we are looking for the answer that is obvious, or we're looking for the two that we could get it down to. And we're trying to go with our first mind. I'm here to talk you through it. Um, so that when you see it on your exam, you're able to do the same thing, okay? So, all right, here we go. Question number two. Check this out. Here we go. A nurse is caring for a patient diagnosed with increased intracranial pressure in the intensive care unit. Which is the immediate priority in the care of this patient? Number one, administering and analgesic for pain relief. Two, elevating the head of the bed to 45 degrees. Three, administering a diuretic to reduce cerebral edema. Four, assessing the vital signs. Here we go. All right, you have a patient and they have the diagnosis of increased intracranial pressure. They're in the ICU where they belong which is the immediate priority in the care of this patient. Mm -hmm. All right. I see some twos and I see some threes here. So we're between elevating the head of the bed or we're between administering a diuretic to reduce cerebral edema. The correct answer here is number two, elevating the head of the bed, okay? to 45 degrees, okay? Elevating the head of the bed to 45 degrees, this is going to be the priority, all right? And not to say that administering the diuretics isn't the priority because we know that it is, but the question is asking for the immediate priority, the immediate priority. So when it comes to elevating the head of the bed, or giving the diuretic, what is going to be something that you can do first and safely and that will make a difference in your patient. It will be 
elevating the head of the bed. Yes. Okay. And so this position is going to promote venous drainage and reduce the venous congestion. Does that make sense? All right. So again, it's the nuances. All right. It's the, it's the nuances that will help you to figure out, okay, which one I should go with. All right. Which one I should go with. All right. Let's do the next question here. All right. I'm looking to see. All right. Next question is this. Let me put it on the screen. All right. Here we go. A client is severely injured from a fall, has a Glasgow coma scale of three. Upon arriving at the emergency department, which action should the nurse prioritize? Okay. Number one, obtain a detailed medical history and history of present illness. Two, check if the client is an organ donor. Three, assess vital signs, initiate IV line. Four, prepare the client for brain decompression. Okay, so here we go. That is the situation. And I'm looking for the correct answer here. And again, this is what we should expect for increased intracranial pressure. A lot of the NCLEX questions are going to be about managing managing this care. So the priorities do change when it comes to increased intracranial pressure. And what we're trying to see is if you can figure out what they're changing to. So client is severely injured from a fall, Glasgow coma scale of three. Mm -hmm. Upon arriving at the emergency department, which action should the nurse prioritize? So the correct answer here is going to be number three, assessing the vital signs and initiating an IV line. This person, what does it say? It says upon arriving to the emergency department. So the priority here is assessment. Okay, you got that one right. Excellent. Assessment always comes before planning and intervention. Okay, assessing the vital signs help to identify any immediate threats and also the client's physiological stability. All we got was the all we got was the fact that they had a Glasgow coma scale. So if you know the Glasgow coma scale, it's not telling you anything about the blood pressure, the heart rate, the oxygenation, anything like that. So that is why. All right. And I told you the questions here are going to be interesting for tonight. Here we go. Um, okay, question number four. The healthcare provider ordered mannitol, 150 milliliters IV bolus every six hours for a client with intracranial, with an intracranial mass, okay? Which of the following actions should the nurse anticipate? Number one, monitor vital signs every 15 minutes. Two, insert an indwelling catheter. Three, assess level of consciousness every hour. Four, provide warm compress over the IV site. So we have here the healthcare provider ordered mannitol, 150 milliliters, okay, um, every six hours for a client with an intracranial mass. Which of the following actions should the nurse anticipate? So what are we going to have here? we should be choosing the answer that is related to the situation that we're presented with here. 
this is a pharmacology question concerning mannitol. So the thing that we need to do because we're getting mannitol, this, this question was about mannitol, okay? It was about mannitol. And the fact that mannitol is gonna be given every six hours. So we're anticipating that this patient is going to need an indwelling catheter to monitor the diuresis, all right, that's going on. Does everybody see that? Okay, so the other things that I see people picking, what were you guys picking? It was coming in so fast. One or three, I think. So one says monitor vital signs every 15 minutes. No, okay, no. Um, because again, the presentation is on the medication that's a diuretic. So three says assess level of consciousness every hour. All right. So not thinking about that. Okay. Not thinking about that. Not quite yet. There's nothing that indicates that this patient needs hourly neurological checks. Okay. For providing warm compress over IV site that, um, again, there's no indication that that is necessary. So if I'm giving a diuretic to a patient every six hours, what I would expect is for some intervention involving the urinary input, um, output, output, all right, urine output. Okay. And I think I saw a question quickly that said, what about infection? At this point, infection is not a barrier for the treatment or for, yeah, for the treatment of the indwelling catheter. Anybody can get an infection for anything. Um, the idea is that we are able to put a catheter in a patient and they, they don't get an infection. So I think that's the goal um, when it comes to CAUTIs, right? We, we don't want our patients to have catheter associated urinary tract infections. We don't want that. So it would definitely be number two. All right, I hope you guys track that with me. Let's do one more question, huh? Let's see here. Okay, a nurse is caring for a client with cerebral edema. Following the protocol, the nurse turns the client to the left side, right? The client's increased intracranial pressure, all right, is to 24, right? Remember we said 20 was high. So this patient is at 24. What should the nurse do next? So you turn the patient, increased intracranial pressure goes up to 24. Number one, assess the pupil response to light. Two, check if the client's head and neck are aligned. Okay. Three, administer mannitol 50 milliliters IV bolus or four, call the healthcare provider. What should be done here? This is question number five, winning Wednesday. It's been so good today, all right? What are we gonna do here? I see some twos, I see some fours. Anybody picking three or one? It's between two and four for this one. And the correct answer you'll be happy to know is Two, check if the client's head and neck 
are aligned. That is the next thing that the nurse should do. Why? Because you change the patient's position. So neck flexion can cause an obstruction in blood flow and can increase intracranial pressure. So ensuring that the head and neck are aligned are going to be the um, the best thing. Okay. Um, assessing the pupils is an added stimulus to the patient. Administering mannitol can be done after ensuring the neck is not flexed, providing you have an order. And if the um, intracranial pressure still increases, then you can notify the healthcare provider. But checking for that alignment is, okay, is the appropriate action. And the reason why is because the nurse could have caused that action to happen by changing the patient's position and the neck being not aligned, all right? So that's why you wouldn't directly call the patient, um, call the doctor, all right? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys. Because again, if the patient's increased intracranial pressure is 24 and you leave to call the doctor when you could have just repositioned the neck, then that would make you a dangerous nurse, which we don't want to do. All right. So I know I see a lot of people saying, hey, this was kind of tough today. I didn't do as well as I thought I would do. And guess what? You're a student. So you are here to learn. If you were an expert and you knew everything, you would not be here. All right. So you're always in a posture of I'm, I'm learning something new. I'm going to do better. I know this stuff next time I see inter increased intracranial pressure. So that's why you come to class. You come to class to know. You don't come to class to get 100% on everything. So quick facts for NCLEX is what you will be reading tonight. Again, take a look at it. Um, make sure that you understand it. We are coming back again on Monday. All right. We're going to talk about another topic. Actually, the topic on Monday actually started it. Anticoagulants. I think we're doing pharmacology on Monday anticoagulants. So Monday at noon Eastern time, motivational Monday, we're going to do some pharmacology. We're going to have our motivational section. We might have some Remar nurses pop up. Mark might pop up. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that we did what we were supposed to do today. All right. If you are still in the process of getting your nursing license, kick on over to the 30 day challenge. Do your video for today. If you have not done so it's late, but you can still do it. Also, if you have not joined the 30 day challenge, it's not too late to do that either. You don't know what the 30 day challenge is. It is the, the best accountability program for you. Go to remarnurse.com forward slash 30 days, no spaces, just 30 days. Okay. Remarnurse.com forward slash 30 days. All right. Also, we do have coupons now for the V2. It accepts coupons. So we are just continually to invest in the V2 platform. It's going to do some amazing things in the future. Right now, it's accepting coupons. So if you want to get the V2, you can put in the code INVEST and it will take 30% off of your, it take 30% off of your purchase price for the V2, all right, which is already low. So just Make the investment, guys, because I'm telling you, these testimonials today got me on fire. All right. People said they spent $69 and now they're going to make $69,000 because they're RN. It's amazing. You guys, I'm still wanting to plan our Remar nurse trip. And I can't do it until you have your license so you can pay for the flight. Okay. You could pay for the, the, the resort we're going to be staying in. I can't do it. So um, I'm choosing faith over fear. This year is the time to tell my story. Mm, I love that. All right. Thank you guys so much. 
I'm going to go rest and I will see you on Monday. This was an amazing winning Wednesday. So I hope that everybody that's watching it really understands what happened today. And if you needed motivation to do anything, just stay tuned because guess what? I got another motivation for you right here. Hi. Hi. Can you see me? I see you. I hear you. What Hi, is going on? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I can't thank you enough. You and uh, Mark and the Rima community, you're doing a wonderful job. Trust me. You don't know you have delivered a lot of people, you know, from these uh, exams. Um, actually, I was not referred to you. I okay. Can you hear me? I'm hearing myself. I think it's echoing. I can okay. hear you fine. Okay, let me just um because I'm watching you on my computer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just give me a second. Let me sure. let me mute that. Okay, I think we're good to go now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I happened to stumble on your on your video, you know, like okay. um initially I, I, I'm on 94. I'm I did my notes in 1994. So it's a long time, right? So um, Yes, 1994. So I, I already, right now I'm calling from Canada. I live in Canada. So I already gave up, you know, in terms of, you know, NCLEX, you know, um, RN in US. Actually, I'm a, I'm, I came here as a nurse, right? But, you know, like when you come to Canada, the stress of you going through to become an RN in Canada as an international student, I mean, yeah. international nurse, it's not mm -hmm. easy. It's a long journey. I've been on the journey for almost five years. So at the end of the day, I was advised because it's like, bring this, bring this, bring this. I almost gave up. So they said, okay, you can step down, be an RPN. And then going back to school, I was like, going back to school after you got in your, I have my master's, you know? So I kind of give up, you know, I actually, I did. I passed the RPN. I was working. But you know what? Don't you know, a challenge came because you and Aaron have been practicing for more than how I many years in my country and other countries I've been to. And uh, mm -hmm. you see something you can do as an Aaron. I don't know if somebody have other people have that kind of challenge. You have something you can yeah. do for your patient as an Aaron, but you are being incapacitated because you are being kind of reduced. You know what I'm saying? So, and I just gave up. I said, you know what? I can't do this. I, I just gave up. I said, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't do basic things just to keep my license going, but I wasn't active. So I choose other. Um, profession so I was mm -hmm. okay with that. but once um I think late last year a friend called me because it's a friend that we went to school together and she's in US she, she practicing mm -hmm. as a nurse in the US and she said you know what why did you just give up on your RN like that I said mm -hmm. I can't bother because you know it's too much work and whatever and whatever a lot of challenges and life challenges mm -hmm. So he said, no, you can't do that. I know you, 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 you are very, you know, smart lady. You know, you can do it. Don't, you know, don't give up on it like that. That's okay. You know what? I'll revisit. So I revisited the issue and I started, you know, like I got a long list of how to go about it. You know, like you have to register with CJFNS. You have to do this. You know what it is mm -hmm. when you left home for many years, you know, more than 20 years. And to go back home to get my certificate, to get everything was perfect. So, but oh. along the line, just, you know, let me put the tourist short. I, I got through with CJFNS and then I wanted to um, register with boards. I started looking for boards, you know, because I wasn't in the U.S. I don't have U.S. Um, social security mm -hmm. number. So you have to look for right. state that will take you without your social security number. 
um, thankfully I got one and then I read what was it? And this was coming very fast. So um late last year I was like, God, you started this journey. You need to go with me. Go to, you know, let me go through, mm-hmm. you know, make it easy for me. So I just searching on the internet. I said, I need a program, good program that will put me, you know, in the right place. I, I just want to just study and pass and put it behind me. And lo and behold, I was just, you know, surfing the internet and I just came across your video on YouTube. And I was yeah. like, I listened to it. I said, this makes sense. So I went back and I saw that you made a lot of videos. I started watching them. And when you are now, I think I remember it was December stroke, January, you did a 30 days, um, is this a 30 days something? That challenge, 30 days challenge. That's uh-huh. where I started with you. So I joined and it was so interesting. Oh my God. When you came on with, um, uh, when you were doing your sales, I quickly bought it three three months, you know, as this is $69 or $90 something dollars. So initially yeah. I had an issue, but your 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 crew helped me. They, they sorted it out, they sorted it out for me. So I, I joined then along the line, I was still with CJFNS, you know, still doing my processing and everything. And then yeah. that expired. I said, you know what? Devil, you're a liar. This I've started it, I must complete it. I bought another one again, three months. You know, let me tell you, I bought everything that's that is on your on your platform that you can, you can talk about. I don't want anything to delay me. This is my book. You can wow. see. Wow. Yes. yes, it's, it's used. Yes. Exactly. I bought this. You buy first shift. Okay. Exactly. I bought this. I have to pass. Okay. I have to pass this course. And I have a lot, of, I have tons of um your program, anytime you are dropping any program, look at it. Look, I'm ready. There it is. That's I right. am ready. I told this class I must pass you. Look at it. I am yes, ready. scary topics. I am ready. I'm not just printed it. I worked it. I just want this to is show what you. It looks like. Exactly. As you're going through with us, I'm ready. I'm doing it and I'm putting it down. I said I have to pass. It. You see, it's not just uh-huh. ordinary. I studied. I studied. I studied. Night and morning, I study. I'm at work. I stay back after the whole work finish. I stay back three, four hours to study. I don't get home until like ten o'clock. I don't mind because this is a game that needs to be achieved. All right? I I, yes. I said I have to achieve this. And when you put your money into it, God on your side, you achieve it. That's I just want to encourage people. You will achieve it. On the thirtieth of December, that was two thousand and twenty-three. I put it for my exams. Um. I was there. I was God. I was like God. I don't know what to expect, but I know you go before mm-hmm. me and you go to and you be with me throughout the whole exams. Mm-hmm. So I went there with you know having my confidence in God. I sat yeah. down for the exam. You know, like when during the exam, you know they will tell you go for break. I say this. I don't go. I don't have. I don't need no break. I need to pass this exam. I didn't go for break. I said twice. I went to just to go and use my. I mean to use the washroom to just you know pee. I didn't go for a break. I said, this is not time for break. This is time to achieve these exams, you know, and pass. So I did it. And then lo and behold, I was taking my time because I, I took three things from you when you were, you know, when I was going through um, the V2 with you, you said, take your time, analyze the question, answer mm-hmm. the question in front of you. Because when I was doing your QBank um, questions, I always try to analyze it. I'll write it down. What is this question asking? So I know what this question is asking and I know how to, you know, direct my question. I mean, pick my the, the right question and go to mm. my side. You know, I I went through it. I know because uh, when I was like three hours to the exams, I was still at fifty question. I mean, like fifty. I said, oh God, this time I don't want the time to go against me. So I said, you know, I increased my speed. 
And along the mm-hmm. line, I got to 85. The thing was still looking at me. I said, oh, God, what is happening? You know? So, but to, to God who made me, I cannot tell you, actually, I would, I, number of questions that I did. I know I passed 85 questions. So, but I started, you know, rushing it. I said, okay, I need to move faster now. I need to move faster. And all of a sudden, the thing just shut down. I was like, God, it just shut down. I don't know what's going on. Lo and behold, I did not get exact question I probably practice or whatever, but the content, the content and the application was there. You can see it. I got a lot of surgery. I got of SATA, more than 25. Mm-hmm. I got a, a lot of, uh, um, what's it called? The, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, next gen, next gen, whatever. I got mm-hmm. a lot. I, I got a lot of that. And I was so glad because you know, like you can, you know, what I'm saying you you can you can pinpoint things and whatever. I say, oh God, it's like you really doing this exam with me. But you know, the fear is still there. Though you have God, but the fear is still there. They will come and say, do you think you pass? I say, well, if God said I pass, I pass. You cannot change it. And okay. I couldn't even check the results second day because they say for uh, 24 hours you can do the pro whatever. I didn't try that because I don't want to get no attention, right? <laughs> I left it alone. 48 hours. My board just sent my they sent my license to me. I said, "This is your license with my license number and expiration date." Trust me. I shouted. I rolled yeah. on the floor. I give God the praise. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. And I'm encouraging a lot of people on this line. Either you're international or you're national. You got pass it. You will pass it. Just follow the content. Do your content. Do your question. I didn't finish the question banks. I think I did like a one thousand. I didn't finish it. But the content, mm-hmm. I finished quick. Um, quick fat three times, V2, three times. And all your videos, I'm working, I'm listening, I'm driving, I'm listening. That is it. For that, for that period, that's what I was doing. I don't do, I don't play no music, anything. I put it on, it was just repeating it. So it's right, it's stored in my brain. So the content, once you get the content, trust me, you will pass this endless. And thank you so much for, I mean, for allowing yourself to be used by God because it's God's, this is God's doing. You know, you guys don't know what you are doing. You are delivering a lot of people. People like me, you are delivering us from this, from this chapel of, you know, of, 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 of not passing endless. And I really thank you so much for what you are doing. Please don't stop. Continue to do because children yet unborn, they are coming to be a nurse and you're going to train them. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is Lord. He, he is answering prayers. He has given people wisdom. He has given people endurance and perseverance. And look at you. You did not take the smaller role in nursing. You did not say, okay, I just will result with being an LPN, even though I'm an RN. You said, I'm bigger than this. I'm I'm more knowledgeable than this. And somebody needs to say that to themselves. Look at you and say, I'm bigger than this. Whatever it is I'm doing, whatever little I am doing, God has something bigger for me to do. Exactly. I'm I'm glad and I really thank you so much. Trust me. Only God can reward you for what you're doing. And I know my God will reward you so bountifully. Thank you so much. Man, I know you are in, are you in Canada still? Yeah, I'm in Canada. Yeah, you're in Canada. Where country are you from? Nigeria. Nigeria. All right, we got Nigeria in the house representing (laughs) Nigeria in the house. Such a pleasure to hear from you tonight. Um, 
taking time out of your schedule to give us an another amazing testimonial. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's, I'm humbled. I'm humbled by it. I hear the words that you're saying and continue to pray for us, please. Continue to pray okay. for us here at Remar. I pray for you. I pray for and I can tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm an ambassador of your program. Anywhere anybody is talking about, oh, do you know which program to, I'll just say remindus.com. I'm so good to type that. Remindus.com. Check it out. That is your savior. <laughs> so I'll continue to campaign for you. Trust me. I'll continue to campaign for you. You are the best. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Guys, how amazing is this? This this winning Wednesday, I, I don't I think this one is for the books. I don't think we have experienced um anything like this, honestly. The testimonials tonight have been off the chain. They have been off the chain. And it is um international, it's national, it's worldwide, it's worldwide here. And you, you are a part of it. You're a part of it. If you are taking all this in right now, this should be changing you. Like literally the brain cells should be changing, okay? To know that uh, you, can, you can do it. It's possible. People are winning. People are passing the NCLEX, most importantly. And they're right here with you. They're right here with you. So thank you. Um, go to Remarner. I want I want to see you there. I want to see you all there. I want to see you all there. Um, this is amazing. And V2, quick facts, the lectures. Just do them. Just do them. And um, see what God does. I don't know. I think when you give this journey to God, he makes himself responsible for the outcome of it. Just like anything else you give to God, when you put it in God's hands, he makes himself responsible for it. So allow him to be responsible for this challenge in your life. Okay, that's it. Thank you guys for joining Winning Wednesday. It was definitely a winning, winning Wednesday. And I'm happy that I was able to spend it with you. All right, I'll see you guys later. I'm out. Thanks for watching. Good night.